I don't believe that I have ever said the words, wait a minute, let me get my shoes on. For as long as I can remember, I have never liked to go barefoot. I didn't even do it as a toddler. Every picture of me from the time that I could walk has me with shoes on. Tiny little sneakers, usually with toe caps, or little turned-down socks with black patent leather, buckle-up, dressy shoes. This was in the days long before Velcro. <laughs> shoes have always been important in my family. I even have, some of you won't get this, I even have a picture of the original Buster Brown and his dog, Tig that belonged to my great-grandmother. <laughs> nope. I always had my shoes on, ready to go and do as soon as I heard someone say, let's go. Today's epistle reading from James speaks of both hearing and doing. James exhorts his audience to be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. Martin Luther, some 1,500 years later, called James's ideas an epistle of straw. Didn't think much of it. Luther saw faith and works as opposite poles in a binary system. Faith was one thing, works was something else entirely. But for James, hearing or faith and doing go hand in hand or hand in foot to support the analogy. Think of what James had learned from the Hebrew Scriptures. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. We know this passage from Deuteronomy 6 as the Shema, the root of which translates as to hear. Shema also carries a second but equally important meaning, to obey. Think of all the times your parents ever said, do you hear me? What did they want? They wanted you to do something. To obey. <laughs> so in Paul's letter to the Romans, he writes, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But for James, the evidence of true faith is seen in one's work in the world. What was Jesus' answer when he asked, was asked, which is the greatest commandment? He replied in the words of the Shema, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That kind of love implies action, doing something to help our neighbors, to show them the love of God in Christ. Now, Helping our neighbors doesn't always involve a don't just sit there, do something response, 
oftentimes our first response must be, don't just do something. Sit there and listen. This is because before we can help them, we must hear them, hear their story, hear their needs. This is where we really begin to see the connection between hearing and doing. In Community of Hope training, which is an international program of broad-based lay person pastoral care, focus is on helping people pastorally by, first and foremost, listening to them. We don't automatically rush in to do something. Enter in quietly to hear what they have to say. James says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. That kind of response is not really in our nature. More often than not, we listen not to hear, but to respond. What am I going to say next? We rush in, desperate to be the hero, even when we think it's out of love. That's really kind of selfish. We put ourselves as caregiver on a higher plane than the person who may be right in front of us receiving our care. Take a look at that laundry list of evils that Jesus talks about in Mark. They can all be lumped into that category of selfish. We try too hard sometimes to fix whatever we think is wrong. Instead of listening for what may be a deeper issue than what we see on the surface. In the words of St. Benedict, around whose teaching the Community of Hope program is built, we need to listen with the ear of our heart. We must let our hearing guide our doing. Both the hearing and the doing are grounded in our faith, in God's presence, in our own lives. Most importantly, in that sacred space between us and someone else. As Greg told us last week and reminded us this morning, this stewardship campaign will focus on our journey together, and more specifically, our shoes. Honestly, I, as a longtime lover of shoes, can't wait to hear the stories that go with these shoes. So many of you have spoken about how your journey has led you here. So many of us have gone on from here to other parts of their journey. Along the way, as we continue together, we will find neighbors and companions. We will have the opportunity to help those who are most vulnerable. Let's remember James's words to be hearers before we become doers. We will share stories and laughter and sorrow and love. The journey and the destination remain unknown. But as always, we go together in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Got your shoes on? Let's go. Amen.